6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, I think from day one, we, we talked about putting our players first. When a new coach comes in, we wanted to make sure that everybody had a clean slate. It's not something that's built immediately. It's built brick by brick. We had a philosophy that success is built sequentially. We just wanted to stack a good day on top of a good day. Tell me what you want and I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm not giving up. Come on, we got nothing left to lose. I've been here from the start. You know I'm not going anywhere. I just one game at a time, one win at a time, and that's all we're trying to focus on, really. McDavid created a turnover for a dry side inside. McDavid, his shot scores! Connor McDavid has won the Battle of Alberta for Edmonton! Five, four, in overtime! You can get it. Tell me what you want, and I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm not giving up, come on, we got nothing left to lose. I've been here from the start. final between the Oilers, the Avalanche, tonight, puck drop at 6 o'clock. We're broadcasting live once again from Ice District Plaza as we get ready for that Ford tailgate party. The gate's opening in about an hour's time. If you're going inside of Roger's place, doors there open at 5 o'clock for the watch party. $5 to get in. Ticketmaster.ca or alloilers.com for tickets. Keep that in mind. It's going to be awesome. This series is going to be spectacular. You know, I keep listening to all the, the talk shows, all the sports shows, seeing it. Everyone's trying to figure out what exactly this is going to look like. Featuring two of the best players in the NHL, of course, uh, Connor McDavid, Nathan McKinnon. You can't forget about Leon Dreisaitl in there as well. Now, this is the first time that these teams will meet in the playoffs since, get this, 1998. How old were you then, my friends? Uh, the Oilers upset Colorado in the first round. The Avalanche had a 3-1 lead in that series, but lost the last three games, including Game 7 at home. We are pumped up down here today, and we'll be with you for just a short time. Well, this show, before I turn things over to the face-off show at 4 o'clock this afternoon, thrilled to welcome once again to the show Stuart Ballantine, who is the President and Chief Operating Officer for Rogers Place and Ice District. Stu, welcome back to the show. Well, welcome. Welcome to Ice District Plaza. You know, it's it's great to be outside. It's great to have good weather and uh, really happy to be here. Oh, absolutely fantastic. You know what, when you, uh, we, we caught up uh, ups, uh, upstairs in Fort Hall just before the show and uh, curious to know, you know, your thoughts on how things are going as far as the plaza, the watch parties, you name it. When you take a look at what has happened over the last number of weeks in this amazing location that we have now, what goes through your mind? You know what, it's, 
you start with with renderings you start with drawings and you go through and you wonder in your mind's eye what it's going to look like and ultimately this is Daryl Cates's vision and to see it unfold physically as we built the plaza from the start of the parkade all the way up to when we actually opened the plaza in September of 19 to buildings being finished and now with people coming through the doors enjoying themselves cheering on Oilers goals it's it really makes you feel that you've achieved everything that that Mr. Cates really dreamt about at the time. You right? said that Mr. Cates was here not too long ago, a few days back, and you were kind of looking at things with him. Tell us about that. It was uh, it was kind of an interesting moment. You know, he's he's, he's you know he he lives in California and and he was he's here for the playoffs. It's it's a big time for him, but for him to physically come onto the plaza when everybody's in here, have enjoying themselves, was really really neat to see because the smile on his face, <laughs> uh, everything that that you know you, you could see. It's, it's it's an accomplishment of, of, of a dream. Yeah. It really is. And we want this to be the center of entertainment for downtown Edmonton. And, and right now, it absolutely is. Stu, we're still here. We're yeah. still here. We're what are you thinking? Of? How's, how's it feeling from a, from an organizational standpoint? I mean, yeah, I, I mean, you, you guys have a job to do in running this area. But if the Oilers aren't where they are, things change pretty dramatically. Yeah, we, you know, if, if we weren't in playoffs, we, we'd be doing different things. We'd still be hosting concerts and stuff, but we're not going to see 6,000 people here every night. And, you know, between the watch parties and opening up outside for watch parties because people wanted to come, they're really starting to embrace the plaza, and we wanted to make sure we could do that. You know, it's each 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 round ramps up. There's more people coming. There's more things going on. Uh, we're obviously a lot more involvement with the league, and and of course the hype just goes. Every every round gets bigger, and we're now down to the final four. The 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 number of people at the last watch party is not. What does that say to you again about? the fans in this city well it just it just confirms what we already know right <laughs> if, if people don't think we have one of the best fan bases in the entire nhl come on down right and and, and take a look you know we're, we're full in the plaza we're full in the arena and big party afterwards when we won and the team's not even in town it's it's amazing <laughs> right so it just gets ramped up that much more and we're looking forward to saturday as well did the fencing actually keep anyone off of the wayne gretzky statue last go around <laughs> i kept people off the statue <laughs> we did fence it around we nobody got up on wayne yeah. uh, and you know what hey listen this man's an icon uh-huh. in this city let's not uh, jump on his statue and cause a bunch of trouble it's you know let's let's celebrate exactly. what the city has had you know to have the stanley cups that the, this team has achieved over through the 80s and into the early 90s uh we're on a great run now and and we're building a new history but we need to honor the past as well yeah let's keep it classy right let's keep, keep it, it classy, classy edmonton um all right curious to know um about this um, Rogers Place, when hockey's not here, it's jam-packed full of events, other like concerts and shows. And we talked a little bit about this last time, about the transition in between like a hockey game into a concert into a hockey game. How does it work at this time of year that you're not double booking like Miranda Lambert in an Oilers game or, you know, Brad Paisley in an Oilers game. How does that that work? So we have to block dates well in advance for hockey. Um, Obviously, you know, we're hockey focused, so we've got to get in with the NHL get our dates picked out we're taking more dates than we need we're doing the same with the western league getting those in 
and concerts are coming a year and a half out. In some cases, we've had concerts for two and a half years mm-hmm. that are finally coming, uh, mainly because some of them have been postponed. Some of them are just booked early and wanting to get their, their dates in. So there is certain rules within the NHL that, especially during playoff time, because we don't know when we're playing or not playing and, and, you know, when are we finished. You know, for me, I hope we're finished at the end of June. That's <laughs> when we expect to finish. And so, but we do fit those in. What you try not to do is book two non-hockey events back-to-back. And, you know, this is a unique situation for us, having the Oil Kings in the playoffs. You know, now in the Western League Championship, we're in round three for the Oilers. This is first time for this, first time with the plaza the way it is. So ultimately, um, hey, it's, 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 you're, you're fitting it in. And we've got, we've got a couple of events. We've got two comedy shows coming yeah. during the playoff run. And uh, if this was next year, it'd be even tougher. Sounds like it's a giant game of Tetris on most days. Everything is Tetris. <laughs> you know, building out the plaza is Tetris. <laughs> um, before I let you go, I had touched on, uh, you know, what happened with, you know, some folks jumping up on the Gretzky statue, and we know that the fencing has been put up. Um, and I know you don't maybe not necessarily want to get into it too much, but I'm curious to know about, you know, the security protocol around here and how, how you work with Edmonton Police and your other partners when it comes to security to make sure that this beautiful place the place stays the way it is right now right so internally we have an event command that everything runs through in Rogers place in the plaza everything is is up to an event commander from my staff uh, it rotates by event and, and literally everything gets reported there everything gets dispatched from there if we're emptying a garbage can <laughs> it's going up to that group and then down to the to the to the custodians so that works with a, a staff sergeant on on uh, from EPS in that room, working directly with us, uh, dealing with the, the the EPS staff that are are involved in the event side for us, and so we're communicating back and forth. We also meet pre-game and post-game for with the city and all of the city services. So everybody from transit to road surfaces to to community services, everybody has a chance to find out, A, what's going on and have commentary back from the previous event, what's happening for this coming event, and then we review that afterwards. It's a lot of work, mm-hmm. but, you know, that, that workings and, and getting everybody on the same page is so integral to making sure that the, it's successful. And there's obviously a lot of security staff. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, safe, I, safe, safe area to celebrate. You know, celebrate responsibly, but also for us is to make sure it's safe for our staff and safe for the fans. You know what? I could pick your brain about uh, the the operations of, of of this area for the rest of the afternoon. But before I let you go, any thoughts on the hockey side of it going into this? Where what are you thinking? Where, where where's your gut at? You know what? It's it's we came out of the last series confident. You know, we we went into it with everybody saying that we were. The the underdog you know what we've got an unbelievable crew uh on the ice down in in colorado tonight i I think they're going to do the talking for us and and you know what it's all about let's keep this thing going let's go oilers and and one other quick question the the six o'clock start time that, that's that's pretty cool. That means that some of us get to go to bed at normal hours. <laughs> some people still don't get to be- go to bed at normal hours, even at 6. I, I can tell you, 8 o'clock games midweek is a tough one. We had that 8.30 game yeah. on that Friday night. 
you know, that's that's a three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning for some of our staff. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, Stu, uh, great to see you again. Great to catch up. Uh, hopefully we're doing this uh, for quite some time. Absolutely. Thank you for this. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Take care. Stu Ballantine joining me this afternoon. The president and chief operating officer for Rogers Place and Ice District. Yes, we're broadcasting live once again.